Good morning. Hi, my name is Nick, and welcome to the Fatherhood Podcast. Just a little bit about me. Um, I'm 28 years old. I'm married to my lovely wife, Anna. And let's see, what's motivated me to do this Fatherhood Podcast? Well, I think that fatherhood and being a dad and being a parent and raising children, having a family, you know, um, for me at least, I think is probably gonna be the most fulfilling thing I could do with my life. Um, I think there might be other ways for other people that they could feel fulfilled. Um, but I think probably it's deep in our human DNA, right, to, to reproduce. There's a, that's, that's how our species has survived for so long on this planet, um, is to reproducing and parenting and raising our children to be better versions of ourselves and we keep passing that down and that pushes humanity forward so not to get too philosophical but I think for a lot of us out there for for most of the population there's that urge that desire to rear children and you know some maybe aren't the best parents or aren't present or there for one reason or another but I think ultimately we all crave it we all crave becoming parents um, and I've had that um, I don't know since I think it's just been with me since I was a kid um, I remember like instances when I was like seven eight years old and uh, my mom had one of her friends over and she had like a two three-year-old and like I would play with a three-year-old and talk to it and help you know when it was crying comfort her you know I said it it was a girl um, and um, I remember you know my mom's friend being like oh wow Nick you're so great with kids and I remember getting older and same thing happening um, a little bit of my history I uh, I did a lot of gymnastics from a young age and even uh, when I was doing gymnastics I just naturally um, kind of became the leader of our little boys gymnastics competition team and um, you know at the end of the season actually it wasn't every season but when our coach actually retired and he was or he stopped he was gonna stop coaching and he was gonna go um, work on his PhD um, at Caltech he, he basically had a full-time do that so he couldn't keep coaching so we held this little ceremony it was a going away party for our coach and our coach actually made a bunch of rewards for us based on like our different qualities and stuff and I, to be fair I wasn't the best gymnast um, but he gave me the leadership award because I think he really valued my ability to pull the team together and build morale and help push us and set a good example, you know, and I think um, those qualities carry over well into becoming a father and fatherhood. So uh, leadership, you're, you're, you're trying to be the leader of this family unit and help lead it and chart it forward into a better course of life. So I, I guess, and I got that award when I was like nine and my coach wrote this really heartfelt letter that maybe actually I'll, I'll read it. I got it somewhere at my mom's house, uh, read it out on the recording one of these days. Um, but it just really resonated with me like, wow, I, 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 I got, there's something here. I got a knack for this. Um, and then moving forward, um, I actually, change course you know I didn't like the new coach and so I quit gymnastics and I actually switched into dancing and started doing ballet and joined a dance company um, did that for throughout my teen years and even into my early 20s 
Um, and it's that point that um, a similar kind of mentorship was occurring. I was being mentored by some of the older male dancers that are I'm still uh, friends with to this day. And similarly, I help mentor some of the younger dancers coming up uh, or just help coach and teach. And again, putting my leadership skills to the test uh, and in sometimes uh, failing and, and sometimes doing better. But in general, I, I, I did recognize I really enjoyed working with kids, helping nurture their growth. Um, this led ulti ulti uh, ultimately to me having a vision of having my own troupe one day of circus. You know, I, I, in this case, not dance. I, I enjoy dance, but I actually kind of um, transitioned into doing aerial silks, uh, you know, Cirque du Soleil kind of stuff and uh, stuff in the air. And, you know, again, like gymnastics, I, I'm not the best at it, <clears throat> but I do believe I have a, a knack for helping nurture and grow others and help lead others. Um, so I started a school that I run with my wife, Anna, uh, and uh, I run the kids program and I help nurture and grow the kids in our aerial program. And that's kind of helped be an outlet for me. But for a long time now, uh, my ultimate goal in life has been to basically facilitate uh, raising a family and doing having a blast doing it and raising uh, a, a kid or multiple kids um, you know uh, that's a debate that my wife and, ha and I have back and forth you know but um, we'll get to that road I don't have any kids yet um, my uh, we are trying um, and I'll talk a little about that later in later episodes but um, yeah, a little background about uh, for me uh, okay, a little bit more background, maybe a little bit more personal. Um, my mother and father obviously conceived me and raised me <clears throat> in a house until uh, I was about three. Or actually, yeah, we rented a house till I was three. And then they ended up buying a house on the same block, around the block, same uh, little street. Uh, and when I was three years old, we moved into this new house that my mom bought, or they bought together. Um my parents, obviously I didn't know at the time, but they were kind of, always had been kind of on the rocks. Um, they're 18 years apart, so my dad's definitely a bit older than my mom. My mom was very young when she had me. She was 21 years old when she had me. Um, so a young mom. Uh, she was, you know, in the middle of college and she had a job uh, as well. So she was very busy working. My dad had a job too, but ultimately he wasn't like going to college and school. So he had a bit more free time to be with me. but. From what I recall, <clears throat> they were kind of both living their lives and busy. So especially when I was young and little, um, they hired a full-time nanny that just lived at the house. And kind of basically they they didn't deal with the beginning phases of parenting, you know, which I think a lot of people say is like some of the most um, bonding time to have, you know, with a baby and like feeding them and putting them to sleep and uh, changing their diapers. And sure, maybe it's stressful or hard, but... Um, you know, it's only going to happen once, assuming you have one kid. Um, but they kind of pawned that work off to a, a full-time nanny, which you might be like, well, how do they afford that? But, you know, it just, um, I think the way my mom saw it was, well, she could do that work, which she didn't like, and instead she could do other work and then just use the money she made from doing the other work to pay the nanny. And at the same time, by doing working harder and doing more overtime at her job, it helped her move up the career ladder. And, of course, she... Um, She's kind of very like career driven um, and she didn't want, she was young, so she didn't want to be judged. This is back in the early 90s. I was born in 92. 
So she didn't tell, no one at her work, no one knew that she had a kid. And whenever she was like on the phone for a work call, you know, I was told to be quiet and go like into another room. And I don't know, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. But um, anyways, uh, ultimately my parents divorced when I was 10 years old. Um, it was pretty traumatic, especially, you know, uh, how it went down. It was not cleanly done. Um, my father was very dramatic. And then, um, let's see, uh, my mother probably could have been a little bit more tactful in the way she handled things. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, at the time, it was funny because at the time, my mom was so busy with her career I didn't really, you know, um, I didn't feel like I had much of a connection with her. I always felt like we were at odds. Uh, but I had a really strong emotional connection to my father who played with me a lot and took me out to the park to play baseball and rollerblade and do a lot of activities. He was a really fun, like active dad, you know, and always, always getting me out of the house to go to the beach and yeah, just do stuff a lot. And that was, that was great. You know, he, he was really great uh, as like a, dad for a young kid um there was definitely some other stuff that maybe wasn't so great but hey you know no one's perfect of course so um but yeah ultimately when things went down the chute when they divorced um it was tough i got really angry and ultimately i kind of stayed with my mom which I, I don't think i was really given a choice in the matter maybe i was i don't really know I vaguely remember, like, you want to go live with your dad or whatever. And I think I went to go with my dad just on the weekends. But um, my dad wasn't actually in the best financial place to really fully provide for me. So spent most of the time with my mom. And then it, there was a point where my dad uh, left for a woman slash work in Florida. So he was gone out of the picture. And at this point, I'm just with my mom and my new stepdad. Uh, they didn't actually get married, so it's like my mom's boyfriend, really, but they're still together to this day, so, you know, it's, um, he's basically my stepdad. Um, yeah, and obviously my perspective shifted over time uh, with regards to my mom and kind of recognizing uh, a lot of the work that she did into um, supporting us, you know, so, um, but anyways, so that's some more personal stuff about me. Um, let's see, so... I guess, I don't know when it clicked that like I really wanted to be a parent. I think it actually kind of happened in my, you know, later teens. You start being sexually active and dating and stuff and you're, you know, trying to find someone you might fall in love with or maybe you might one day marry. Um, my mom's always been against uh, marriage as a concept and these things and, you know, Kids generally, if your parents have a really hardline idea that maybe doesn't quite make sense, uh, generally you gotta go against it. And most of the time that worked out well for me. Um, but in this case, and, and in this case, the same, you know, my, my mom's been really kind of, um, kind of against marriage as a concept and she's so career driven that, you know, they kind of instilled the opposite mindset in me. The mindset in me was like, I wanna be a family man and yeah, I wanna be married and yeah, I wanna have kids and raise a family and know like life shouldn't be all about a career you know I don't need to like climb up the corporate ladder to feel fulfilled like as long as I can make a decent living and put food on the table and pay the mortgage and and I and then as long as I'm not slaving away 60 70 80 hours a week but instead just a nice 40 hours ideally less than that 
then that way I have more time that I can spend quality time with my family. Like that to me is the ultimate goal and happiness. So I kind of have an opposite mindset of my mom, or especially at that time. You know, she has a, a, uh, I have a little brother now. He's now 10 years old. So she's kind of gone through the upbringing uh, uh, process again. And she did it, from what I understand, I think she's doing it a lot differently this time. Also, my little brother is, just has a different personality, which means you have to deploy kind of different parenting techniques, um, at least from what she's explained to me. But anyways, um, yeah, I guess she was so like career driven that it kind of like put me off because in many ways I, I, I thought she seemed unhappy sometimes with how hard she was pushing to being uh, successful, I guess this word of like, oh, you become successful in society. Um, and I, I don't know, I didn't see that as like being the most fulfilling thing and bringing great happiness. And at this point, I, you know, I was an only child. I made a lot of friends. I saw other families kind of see other ways of life. And I saw a lot more laughter and happiness and fun. And I kind of saw a different way. And so that really motivated and pushed me to go, okay, let's be realistic here. You want to be a family man. And keep in mind, I was doing gymnastics, ballet. I was doing all the school plays. I was really kind of setting myself up to be kind of like a performing artist, which Unfortunately, in our society, unless you're the best of the best and hyper successful, you're generally you know, waiting tables and going out to audition after audition and barely making any money. And I, this kind of harsh reality of like, look, only you know, 10%, 5%, 1%, I don't know what the percentage of you know, actors succeed. And um, I kind of saw that as like, well, I don't think I'm the best of the best. Like that's just a fact of reality. And it's kind of something my mom taught me was to, you know, there were other parents that always were gloating over their children. Oh, you're so amazing. Wow, you did so great at that. You're you're great. And my mom never really did that to me. I was never really congratulated or told I did a great job. Like occasionally, yeah, she did say, oh, you did a good job there when I actually did a good job. But she would never say like, she would never just shower with me with compliments. And, and, and maybe that was part of her parenting technique because I was a very confident kid. And she was like, I don't want to feed this kid's ego. He's already got enough confidence as it is. So, but, um, but I don't know, maybe she also just was generally was just being authentic with me, which is like, don't just tell him if he actually did a good job or not. And also, you know, if he was the best at something, you can tell him he's the best at something, but she didn't because I probably wasn't the best at something. So I kind of faced that reality of like, okay. And especially if my goal is to become a family man, then maybe the artist route is not the best route. So, and I was good at math and science and I kind of went, okay, what's, what statistically is not bad odds like that? What's a better odd? Oh, you go to college, you get a degree. What's, what, what's your best bang for your buck there? Oh, uh, an engineer. Okay, so I get a bachelor's degree in some sort of engineering. Oh, I don't know, my parents were flipping houses at the time. I was like, what, what deals with housing? Is it structural? Oh, no, there's not actually a degree for that. Oh, it's civil engineering. Okay, what's this? Oh, boom. And I applied for civil engineering, went to college, got my civil engineering degree over five years. Um, while the whole time I was still dancing full-time, performing in shows. Um, and then at that point, got it, landed a great uh, civil engineering job at uh, LA County Public Works and been there ever since. Um, it's been about five years working there, and it's a really good job it pays well there's good benefits healthcare healthcare for my you know health insurance for my wife and um, it allows me to have the free time to 
focus on family and quality time with friends and uh, or to grow uh, my side aerial business that I do with my wife Anna so that's kind of a bit of background into my life so far um, you know obviously there's more little nuanced stories in there but it's a rough outline that I, I kind of ultimately chose the more guaranteed secure route that would guarantee that I can make money and have a decent life I'm not like super passionate about engineering it's a job right that's fine there's lots of people that do that uh, and that's I I'm grateful for having that because it actually gives me the money that allows me to do my dream which is to become a family man and have this circus school and a troop you know of kids that I help nurture and grow and um, that's kind of where I'm at and <clears throat> the point of this fatherhood podcast is just to kind of document you know my process as I go from currently just being a husband and not having children and my thoughts and feelings and kind of dissect what methods I'll be trying to figure out as I, you know, plan to become a father here and also talk about even just like the process as we go along here as we start to try to conceive a child and the process of my wife going through her pregnancy and how I can be a good father and husband to help support her in that process and then the birth and I'll just be documenting all this and then as we go along obviously I'll have a child hopefully you know if everything goes right and if we have a child in the process of having the infant and then the baby and this will just be a, a great digital kind of um, recording vlog well it's not a vlog but you know um, yeah a documentation of the process and I'm kind of sharing this out with everyone in the world and if you want to follow along, follow along. And um, all right, I think that was good. See you guys on the next one.